From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. So, Pastor, your title is Pastor Teacher of Founders Baptist Church, and I'm interested in that combination of pastor-teacher. So, you are a preacher and you are also a teacher. And I think the New Testament does uh, exhort um, many people to perhaps be teachers, but pastors uh, to be preachers, shepherds, and Mm. teachers. Um, I wonder if you can articulate what is the difference between preaching and teaching, and is there a difference? We're supposed to preach the Word of God. I mean, Paul gives that instruction to Mm. preach and uh, also says to teach and admonish and all the rest. So can you articulate in terms of your role and you've been doing this here a long time and even mm. uh, other church before this, what, what's the difference between preaching and teaching and where do not only pastors fit in there, but maybe either other people in the congregation in terms of their gifting? Yeah, the, there are a number of New Testament words used to describe the, the teaching element in the life of the church. If you were to go through your English New Testament and look at the words translated preach or preaching, there's a variety of Greek words that are used to tr- that are translated preaching. But I think if we think in terms of two categories, uh, the distinction that I would make is preaching has in it an exhortative element hmm. that isn't necessarily in the, in the teaching role. So teaching, we're talking about explaining things. It can even be done in a way that involves questions and answers and interaction. Whereas preaching, especially in the life of the church, preaching is a heralding. It's, it's the declaration of a message. It's not, a, it's not so much a conversation as it is a declaration. And in, in that declaration is an exhortative element. We're exhorting people to make decisions. We're exhorting people to act on what's being, being heard. And so that's the distinction, the, the, the uh, distinction that I would make. One of the things that I, that I fear sometimes, Josh, is we think of that distinction, though, in more cultural terms than in biblical terms. Mm. So all preaching has teaching in it. If, there, okay. if there's no instruction in, in what you're preaching, you're not preaching well. Mm. And so I, I know that I grew up in, in, in sort of a culture, a, a church culture, where we, we thought of preaching in terms of volume mm. <laughs> and sweat, right? Yeah. If it, so, so it's gotta be loud mm, and yeah. it's gotta be um, energetic to say the least. I don't think that's what makes preaching preaching. I, mm. um, it's not so much the the uh, volume of it, but there is an urgency in it. Mm. There is a, a, blood, a, a blood earnestness, uh, so to speak, in it, a seriousness, a, a soberness mm-hmm. present in it because you're 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 uh, speaking to people on their way to eternity, and whatever it is you're teaching them about you're exhorting them to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So when I think about preaching and, and what I'm called to do, and all of us are called to do in the life of the church, I think about 1 Timothy 4.13. I'm sorry, yes, 4.13. It says, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Mm-hmm. So, the, so read the Word of God, that's reading the Scriptures. Explain the Word of God, that's teaching, and then exhort people to apply it, to embrace it, and to act on it. Mm-hmm. That's the exhortative element that's mm-hmm. present in, in preaching. So, so teaching, I think of more in the, in the category of explanation. 
instruction of various kinds, various settings, various means, uh, including Q&A, uh, question and answer sort of things. Preaching, you're heralding, you're declaring a message, mm. and you're exhorting people to embrace it. Okay, so all preachers are teachers, not all teachers are preachers. That's how I would say it, yeah. Is preaching relegated to the, the, the preached word on a Sunday on the, the Lord's Day, or do you preach outside of that day as well? Yeah, no, I think there's a sense in which as we share the gospel, we're preaching. Okay. Uh, in fact, one of the words used, translated preaching a lot in the book of Acts is euangelizo, which has to do with evangelism, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the, the declaration of the good news. So we're preaching the gospel as we, as we share with lost people, declaring God's good news concerning his son. That's, an, that's a kind of preaching. But in the life of the church, you know, there's that shepherding role where what we're called to do is feed the Lord's sheep. And so Sunday after Sunday in our church in consecutive manner as we're going through books of the Bible and preaching verse by verse, there's, there's definitely a teaching element involved where we're teaching the people doctrine. You're reading the scriptures, explaining the scriptures, and mm -hmm. you're exhorting them to embrace it. But I would not say that, that preaching is confined to the pulpit, confined to the church on Sundays. Okay. It's wherever we're, we're serving as heralds, wherever mm -hmm. we're declaring uh, the Lord's message. Should we be careful in when we use that word, I was preaching or I preached? Or, sh or should it only be in certain contexts? Yeah, I, don't, I think the only carefulness that I would uh, exhort people to is, is just to understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Understand what you mean by what you're saying. So, uh, and also understand the, the cultural use of the terms that we, we're not confusing people. Mm -hmm. if, if the only way I've heard it in the culture used is from a Sunday, uh, from a pulpit on Sunday, and I tell someone I'm a preacher, they're probably going to misunderstand what I'm saying right. if, if I'm not a preacher on Sunday from mm -hmm. the pulpit. So just, just understanding how language works and, and how people need to understand the definition of what we're, we're, we're saying, mm -hmm. understand the meaning of what we're saying, just help people strive to understand what you mean. Mm -hmm. Is the term preaching um, uh, relegated to what a, a man does, what a male does, mm. in terms of the exhortative element, or, I'm sorry, our women went to a, a women's retreat recently. There was clearly um, an exhortation from another woman to, to women there, um, an exhortative element, which included teaching. We wouldn't call that preaching, though, would we? I would not, because of the not necessarily because of the, of the way the word's used in the New Testament. I think there's a sense in which a woman is preaching the gospel to other women, mm -hmm. right? So she's not to teach or exercise authority over men, mm -hmm. but I still wouldn't, I wouldn't refer to it that way because of the way we've understood the term in our culture. Okay. I think it's a misunderstanding of what a woman is doing. Mm -hmm. Even as women present the word of God, they need to glory in how God has made them and mm -hmm. what God has made them for. Women are not men, men are not women. And so what, what we don't want, and I've seen this before, Josh, that, that women take the word of God and declare it in a way that in my opinion, this is an opinion, but it comes across in very masculine terms. Okay. Even as women declare the word of God to women, there needs to be a, a glorying in the femininity that hmm. God has granted to them. Uh, that's a great gift for women. And that, and that needs to be reflected even in the way they exhort others to receive the scriptures. So mm -hmm. I, would, I would not use that term because of what we've come to associate it with, preaching. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's absolutely um, appropriate to say of a woman that she's a teacher of the word of God to women. Mm -hmm. And 
and a good teacher and a gifted teacher and mm -hmm. a useful teacher. And I think that communicates really what she's doing. I, I think it's interesting how Paul says um, that there is this you know, kind of folly of what we preach um, that many people have now become you know, uh, believers in, 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 uh, in Christ and it shames the wise. Um, I think it's very interesting that Paul says that. In what way is pre does preaching have a kind of um, power, for lack of a better term, maybe uh, power that maybe teaching does not? I, I think the urgency of it, the, the decisional element that's present in it, we're calling for decisions every time we're declaring the, God's message. Mm -hmm. Uh, we know that anytime we read the scriptures or anytime we teach the scriptures, there's a decision to be made. You mm -hmm. can't meet with God's revelation and not make a decision with it. Even just reading the scriptures at home, what am I going to do with what I just read? Mm -hmm. But in preaching, that's emphasized. In, in preaching, there's a sense of, of urgency, immediacy. I'm declaring this to you today and exhorting you to act on what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what sets it apart. Okay. And then lastly, you, your title, as I said earlier, is pastor-teacher. Mm. Why not pastor-preacher, or, or is the element tied in there? Why, why is your title pastor-teacher? Well, of course, we're thinking in terms of Ephesians 4, and, mm. and, and you find the terms there. There's debate about whether the terms ought to be tied together or not. I happen to think that they are. But the reason for the title is to emphasize the shepherding nature of the teaching of the Word of God also emphasizing that as a shepherd, as a pastor, my role is not just declaring the gospel. My, my role is to teach the whole counsel of God. Mm. And so in all, as we've already said, in all preaching, there should be a teaching element. And so the pastors, if you look at the qualifications for, for elders, First Timothy 3, for example, mm -hmm. they're all to be able to teach. So teaching is required of all elders. Every pastor in our church is a teacher to this church. Mm -hmm. And that includes the, the, the office of the one who would be the primary preacher or teacher to a congregation. We're all teaching the scriptures to the church. And so that's why a shepherd teacher, that, that's what we're called to be. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.